0: Thank you for tuning in to the final episode of Season 1 of Green Gossip Podcast by The Disposal Company, powered by Vanity Wagon. As you know by now, we made an attempt with this season to explore the intersection of childhood memories, education, work experiences, family values, and everything that has helped shape the sustainability vision of people behind some of your favorite brands. And we had a great season. Well, this season was powered by Vanity Wagon, which is India's most loved and biggest clean beauty marketplace. So today, I have with me a very special guest, the co-founder of Vanity Wagon, Naina Ruhe. So without further delay, let's hear her. Hi, Naina, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Bhagat Thank you so much for having me here today. Really excited to be a part of this. Likewise, likewise. And for the uninitiated, uh, Nena Ruhail, the founder of Vanity Wagon and Better Beauty, who are also the sponsors for Green Gossip podcast, goes by the name Princess at Home. So, Princess, like, you know, just tell (laughs) me, you know, about your childhood. (laughs) Okay, so I know that you know, you come from army background, so that must have involved a lot of travel, that must also involve a lot of stories from your childhood, but where like, you know, what were your favorite places and how did they impact you? Yeah,
1: so uh, as I, you know, that I come from an army background, so I had the opportunity to travel to a lot of places all over India and uh, I think it was even even it started there and then that I knew that I had to do something that impacts everybody and that is beyond any particular section of the society right so be it staying in you know the region of Assam and doing my uh, early completing my early childhood days from there studying there so I have been like all over right I have uh, studied across regions across cultures had the opportunity to be everywhere and adapt to each and every environment because as an army kid you have to change your schools every now and then and you have to make new friends so that's where the whole culture of building a community came in from and uh, that has stayed with me throughout.
0: Wow and like while you were traveling uh, you know to all of these places and like you said you know these had very different uh, environments and you know different communities Was there a conversation at home, like, you know, about the whole impact bit or, you know, the whole sustainability conversation? So, I feel
1: sustainability, you know, is a way of life, right? Our moms and our grandparents and everybody has been uh, practicing sustainability in their own way. Like, they have been reusing, uh, you know, product jars or uh, that, you know, everything that you get and then recycling them and using those containers and keeping something else in them, or be it their clothes that they recycle and make it into something else. So, that I feel sustainability, the concept that has been there, but we're just talking about it more now. The conversation has just uh, started to become big now, but it's been there throughout. So, it was imbibed into me right there uh, since my childhood. And uh, through these small small practices which I also took, took on from my parents and from my grandparents and I used to follow them and I still follow them, I still reuse my clothes, still try and recycle a lot of things
0: that I have and uh, so it's been there throughout. I, I couldn't agree with you more that you know we see these things happen at our homes every day and how nice of you to actually point out that you learned these things organically from your mom. Uh, but now you are also mom. you have this beautiful child and you know uh, now uh, does she also notice these things or do you see like you know or, or do you make an effort to actually a- educate her about sustainability at home?
1: Absolutely, you know Bhagashree, the thing is it the sustainability has to be imbibed into you from very early on and now with all the climate change and everything happening I feel it's very important for us parents to teach our children to you know practice these small uh, small activities, small things and try to you know make it a routine of sorts right, make, make it a part of their routine and not like a certain extra or extra, extra activity that they do to just call it call themselves sustainable. So be it, you know, uh, uh, switching off switching off the lights and saving electricity, or throwing garbage in the dustbins and not throwing them on the roads or anywhere else. So these small small practices are something that I try and teach my daughter. Try and tell her not to waste food because kids have the habit of wasting food. So they have to be taught that please don't waste food. It is something that you know you cannot be doing. You cannot be wasting like that. So. I feel uh, this has to be taught to your to your children early on, and that's what I do with Inara as well
0: fabulous. And how about sustainable, like, you know, like, let's touch upon sustainability from a broader perspective of not just the environment bit. Uh, you mentioned to me once that you care a lot about gender equality, uh, you know, which is the fifth SDG goal. And then also about quality education, uh, which is the fourth SDG. So, so like, talk to me a little bit more about this. Why like, you know, why do you care about them? So I feel uh,
1: women uh have been facing a lot of bias till today especially with you know especially we as entrepreneurs i feel there's a lot of bias when it comes to uh, women entrepreneurs or, or as compared to the male count, uh, counterparts but uh, now with changing times it has it has become a lot better so i feel that equality is something that has to be focused upon it's, be it your employees you need to you need to you know uh, have a very uh, you need to make sure that you treat your employees as equals, you treat your partners as equals and equality is something that has to be focused upon and I feel gender equality is something which has been going on, the conversation around it has been going on for a while and they will keep going on till, till we achieve that level wherein women are treated as equals and they have, uh, they get equal opportunities uh, be it in the boardroom or be it in their jobs or anywhere you know. So uh, this is something that is a topic of debate and has to be uh, focused upon in the times up to come. Apart from that, uh, what was uh, what was the next question? I forgot. What was the next uh, thing you asked me yeah, about, about like, education? About
0: quality education. Why i feel so passionate about that?
1: Oh yes, so education of course is plays a very important role when it comes to any of uh, these things we talk about, the sustainability be it uh, you know any sort of knowledge about clean beauty for instance. So, it starts right from your early days and there are so many women especially, so many girl-child who are not getting the education they deserve and that's why at Vanity also we focus a lot on education uh, and we contribute and we we have partnered with Smile Foundation for girl-child education because for the main purpose because I strongly believe that if we educate the girls, they will become the leaders of tomorrow. Uh, So, that is something I feel we have to uh, try and be it our own children be it the little girls who are working who are starting to work at an early stage who are not getting the education we, they deserve because you know what happens boys are always getting the preference when it comes to education but I feel that the girl child is, some, is one that we need to focus upon and who, need, who we need to educate because uh, I personally feel that girls can do wonders if they are educated.
0: So, Naina, you really do believe in walking the talk and um, that also, uh, you've also shown that, you know, through your belief in responsible consumption and production uh, and, you know, through Vanity Wagon, because that's, you guys are a clean beauty marketplace. So, tell me your thought process behind starting Vanity Wagon.
1: So, Vanity Wagon was uh, started with the idea of uh, you know, focusing on women's health and well-being. Now, it is a very unique space for high-performing and effective clean beauty. Over the last four years, we have have built an inclusive community that celebrates and cherishes beauty in all forms and sizes, right? So, uh, we believe that uh, women need to understand uh, their skin concerns and they need to embrace their skin the way it is. And for that, they need to use products that are right for them. So that's where clean beauty comes in, and sustainability goes hand in hand with that, right? Because if we are partnering with brands which which are uh, you know following ethical practices, which are sustainable themselves, which are using ingredients that are non toxic and do not contribute to your uh, ocean pollution. So uh, so these uh, these are things that make a clean and sustainable platform. We are not 100% sustainable, I would say, but we are there, right? We are working towards it and we are trying to be uh, as uh, ethical and as sustain, and eco-friendly as possible with our practices.
0: Yeah, but nena you're also doing this uh, in a really competitive space. Isn't it expensive uh, to become like more sustainable? And if it is expensive, like how do you balance the whole Ethical and financial aspect of running a business.
1: Uh, uh, I feel the sustain. I feel it's it's kind of a you know um, myth that uh, being sustainable is expensive. That you you don't have to be uh, you have, you don't have to really be out there and do something very big to be sustainable, right? You can start with the basic practices from you know minimizing wastage at your waste at your organization training your employees to be sustainable, Uh, you you making use of packaging that does not contain plastic or or uses minimum uh, paper. So, you know, these kind of small practices, I feel can make you a sustainable organization, of course, you know, if you want to be uh, doing, creating a very big impact, you have to be, you have to spend a little, but uh, I think if you start small and if you Take smaller steps towards being sustainable. It can be achieved in the best way possible. So, for us, that's that's our goal. Uh, we are working towards it, as I said earlier. And uh, uh, I feel that in the years to come, uh, we will be a sustainable and uh, leading platform in the of APAC region and of course uh, even with our own with our offline practice we try to be as sustainable as possible so as you mentioned that we are in a very competitive space but we try to keep doing something new just to you know have a niche and stand apart from our competitors and like you know, partnering with organizations like the Disposal Company have made us a you kind know, uh, plastic neutral company, so uh, so it is something that you know, these these initiatives are what keep us, what make us stand apart from other competitors and uh, we, we believe that uh, we'll keep on doing it in the time to come.
0: Okay, so you've demystified that sustainability is really not that expensive to achieve but another hurdle that you know, businesses face while becoming sustainable or not is that people like running uh, people behind these businesses do not put sustainability in like their most priority list. So how important do you think in today's time it is to run sustainable business or can you just really do without it today?
1: I feel it is important. No, I wouldn't say that it is your top priority but uh... You know, in, at the end, the whole survival of ours and our well-being depends directly or indirectly on our environment, right? And if we don't do something to maintain that ecological balance, um, where are we going, right? We have to preserve our resources for the generations to come. And if we, if we as organizations don't do it and consider it just a fad or a trend that people are following, then i think uh, then then that's a t- totally uh, different approach altogether i feel that we should take it upon ourselves to take you know to bring take that initiative and be sustainable in our practice not just for the sake of it just to thinking about the environment and the planet is something that should be considered a priority and we should work uh, accordingly on that
0: and finally na uh, i honestly see you as a doer and not just a uh, not just a thinker uh, and you've really shown that through you know all the efforts that you put at vanity wagon so how do you envision uh, vanity wagon uh, moving into the whole future and contributing to the sustainable movement
1: well i feel uh, that if we follow the path that we are on and keep doing what we're doing uh, we will be a plastic negative uh, you know, company uh, in the future, and uh, we will achieve the goals that we have in mind. Of course, it will uh, it will take some time for us to be you know a completely sustainable organization, but uh, I think uh, the path we are following and what we are doing right now is what gonna it's gonna take us forward. And thanks to uh, Green Gosweb and the disposal company, as I mentioned, we. Uh, we will continue to uh, be on the sustainable path and keep doing what we do
0: that's brilliant thank you so much naina for taking our time and speaking with us i'm sure your thought process will inspire a lot of founders
1: thank you so much bhagashri it was lovely chatting with you and um, great going keep doing what you do
0: thank you Well, folks, that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope that you too are motivated to become a sustainability champion. So do your bit. Share the link to this episode with your friends and family. Help us spread the word. Every weekend, we'll be bringing to you the human side of sustainability with a new story. So be sure to follow The Disposal Company on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube. Once again, thanks for listening. Let's heal the planet together.